it's time it's gilmore girl season and the video you guys have been asking for it is here and i am ready to finally get to do this i apologize for the delay but i'm here now so do you have your coffee do you have your favorite mug comment below what you are doing while watching this video and let's go ahead and dive into season one of gilmore girls And this is just your disclaimer that this is not me talking about any of the actors themselves, but more so their characters. Please do not attack me in the comments. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, even those who disagree with me. But let's keep it friendly. All right, let's get started with the show. We're finally here, and I know a lot of you guys are like, yes, yes, she finally posted this video. My name is Kira. I am primarily a musician, but I'm using this channel as a way to get into all of my favorite shows. I am a huge TV buff. I love movies. And today we're going to be talking about season one of Gilmore Girls. This will be a recap. I want everybody to just sit back and relax. There's no pressure here. It is time to talk about one of my top, top favorite shows. So let's begin. The first episode episode of Gilmore Girls aired October 5th, 2000. Gilmore Girls, because of this and because of just the captivating fall feeling, is very well known for being watched in the fall time. It is really just such a cozy show to watch. It originally aired on the WB and season seven was hosted on the CW. Amy Sherman Palladino worked on the first six seasons. Amy stopped working on Gilmore Girls at the end of season six and David S. Rosenthal took over as showrunner. I don't really like to get into the personal drama. So if you want to know more about that, I have linked my sources in the description box, but I generally like to stay away from talking about real people and their real lives and things like that. I just want to let everybody get a little background. Daniel Palladino is the husband of Amy he also wrote and directed the show. Lorelai is played by Lauren Graham. Rory is played by Alexis Bledel. Kelly Bishop plays Emily Gilmore. Ed Herman plays Richard Gilmore. This show is about a single mother trying to raise her daughter and navigate through life. It is about generational curses and it is about choosing your family. Big on the family stuff. Very big on a lot of things just centering family. Lorelai works at an inn and in the very first episode is where we meet our first conflict. Something that should be exciting becomes a stress factor. Rory is accepted into Chilton. Chilton is a private school and Lorelai cannot afford to pay for private school on her own. But she knows that it's very important to Rory. She seeks out help from her parents. This is going to sound probably dumb to some people but for a really long time I thought that it was Rory and Lorelai that were singing the theme song until one day I just happened to look it up and I found out that it was by Carol King but while we're on the subject let's talk about the Lala's. I feel like the Lala's do not get enough praise and attention because they are what really sinks you into this show. In general there's just some really good music on this show. I don't know if anybody else does this I might be alone but like sometimes <laughs> sometimes when I'm by myself I kind of make up like themes I kind of make up like theme music for myself and sometimes like if I'm really feeling like I'm in a good mood I'll do one of the la la's that goes like la 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 and then like there's that other one that's like la 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 real Gilmore Girls fans you guys know okay like y'all are the ones that are not gonna think I'm weird it's the people that have probably only watched like two seconds of an episode who hate the show they're gonna be in my comments all oh that that was cringy that was oh I don't like that one but anyway 
So in episode one, Lorelai has to ask her parents for the money for Chilton. And then at dinner, he pretty much just attacks Lorelai. And I just feel like it was just so stupid because honestly, what did Christopher, I'm sorry, hold on, let, let me get it, let, let, hold on. Literally, what did Christopher have to do with anything talking about some speaking of and then when she asked him to further elaborate on what he was talking about then he didn't pretty much even acknowledge her and then he had me so mad because he said this whole thing about like oh yeah you know you must have got your intelligence from your father or christopher first of all christopher ain't even got no job what did billy eilish say and you ain't got no job you ain't nothing but a lost cause no okay so yeah so that's what happened at the dinner meanwhile rory gets a crush on the new boy dean at school and she ends up deciding that she does not want to go to chilton i love that when they have their fight about chilton they're playing the same song to soothe themselves i, I love that small detail that's just like oh they're the same the first episode is so dry and i think it perfectly mimics like the dynamic between emily richard and lorelei it just automatically gives you those feelings of like y'all have not talked in a while like y'all have not mm, something is there's no connection here there's no love like like we went from stars hollow where it was like la 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 and now we're over here in wah, wah, wah land yeah i definitely feel like the difference between when we're in stars hollow versus when we are at the gilmores also can i just say that i love suki so much I don't feel like Suki gets enough recognition and I just want to be a part of giving her some. I love Suki. I love that she's quirky and just weird. I just love it so much. In fact, I just generally love weird characters that like other people don't normally like probably because I'm weird. But anyway, so by the end of the episode, Lorelai has made a deal with her parents and sealed it that she will be coming to their house every single Friday at seven and have dinner with them and tell them all about her life and that's like a whole long video i'm planning to make about the friday night dinners and just that whole madness so when it comes to the friday night dinners i'm gonna try to remain not that opinionated so that i can save something for that video also i just felt like lorelei was being so patient with rory it stands to the testament that she actually does care about rory's feelings because she was so calm for the most part like she didn't get aggressive with her she didn't start yelling at her she didn't start attacking who she was as a person she didn't start trying to tell her that she wasn't smart for making this decision she was trying to get her to understand that in the long run this is a good decision for her as far as like helping her achieve the dreams that she's going after in episode two we learn about what rory wants to be when she grows up let's talk about headmaster charleston though I did not like how he was trying to low-key like it felt like he was kind of being shady talking about some you want to be like one of the women on the view that man is one step away from sounding just like stewie on family guy like let the girl dream let her dream whatever she want to dream let her have ambition like that's good for kids at that age i'm just like why not encourage her more why try to quote unquote bring realism to the situation this is also the same episode where lorelei is wearing her iconic cowgirl outfit i also found it so interesting that like so many people were shocked that rory was her daughter but i forget like it was a different time where people were not having kids that young like it wasn't as common as it probably is now also i totally feel for rory because i hated being the new kid in school because it was like that it was always some kid that was just like tristan following me around and just oh my god it's too much attention on me way too much attention on me and it's really awkward because you don't know anyone everyone's just kind of looking at you because everybody recognizes that you're a new face but you're like i'm just trying to get to my locker i'm just trying to get to 
Who am I kidding? I never went to school. In episode two, Rory meets Paris, who automatically wants her as an enemy because she feels like there's some kind of competition between them. Rory ends up wrecking her project. Lorelai gets asked out by a Chilton dad. She says no while wondering about the possibility of Luke. In episode three, Emily makes Richard go golfing with Rory and Lorelai is having a wedding at the inn with a double twin wedding. It's four people. Two of them are twins that are girls. Two of them are twins that are men. And their mother was cracking me up in this episode. Rory ends up going golfing with Richard and she actually has fun. I love Rory and Richard's relationship because he's just really soft with her and he seems to really care about her. And I don't blame Lorelai for being shocked that they actually had fun because I was shocked too. It wasn't that she didn't want her to have fun with Richard. She just was shocked. And I think that eventually Emily's manipulation begins to settle in. And she starts thinking, what if my mom was right? Like what if Rory would have really enjoyed being around my parents more? And it's just like, I don't understand how people do not see the pain on Lorelai's face when she realizes that her father, her father is checking in on her daughter more than he's ever checked on her. She specifically used him calling the inn as an example. And it leads me to believe that the reason that she used that as an example specifically is because she's almost saying like, he doesn't even call me. And then with her talking about like, oh, you always borrow my stuff, whatever, that had nothing to do with stuff. That had everything to do with her feeling like her father likes her daughter more than he likes her. Her father is willing to accept her daughter more than he is ever willing to accept her as a person. And no, she shouldn't have lashed out on Rory. That had nothing to do with Rory. The level of delusion and all the examples that she was using as far as like trying to make it about the bra, to me, it looks like her being triggered. And even she knows it's dumb. That's why she talks to Suki about it because she knows that she was in the wrong for that. Also, back to what Michelle said about the twins, I was literally thinking the same thing. I was like, now if, they, if one of them sleep with the wrong one, that would be like, like how would that go down? In episode four, Rory gets a D on one of her assignments. Then she's late for school and gets hit by a deer and she isn't allowed to make up her test, which is where we get one of the best scenes from Lorelai. That's exactly how I would have reacted as a mother because like, how are you gonna sit up here and tell me that my kid cannot take a test because she was late? Like she can't even make it up. She can't take it another day. She can't work around it some kind of way. Like this is a whole test. You're gonna give her a zero for being late. Let's talk about that concept for a second. It's the same thing with like work. You're gonna fire somebody because they were late for work and I'm talking about being maybe like max maybe an hour late because of whatever reason traffic trying to convince yourself to walk out the door whatever you're gonna fire somebody for being late and shorten yourself on people instead of keeping the person that despite being late is still trying to show up in the first place how does that make sense and claiming that them being late is the problem but it's like and now you have one less person on your roster because they were late you do the math I don't know meanwhile Lorelai meets Max and he leaves a saucy voicemail that lets Lorelai know he's interested also, I know people really get irritated by them when they do this, but whenever they do that really childish stuff and like the way they were talking to each other in the kitchen when Rory was trying to study, I eat that stuff up every single also I do not like how the other parents were trying to make Lorelai seem like she was stupid for asking if she could come to the test. Like y'all are literally sitting up here having a whole meeting about a test, about a test a piece of paper and you expect her not to wonder questions like that like how deep is this test they all are having a whole meeting about it also the scene where Suki ends up taking her food to the guy's house hilarious in episode five Dean and Roy are a Bruin this kid is everywhere he's on Rory's bus 
he's at the wake for the cat. By the way, them picking out Cinnamon as a name for this cat is perfect. I mean, this it just blends right into the whole Gilmore Girls universe. Rory tells Dean that she's interested, and so I guess this means that they're officially dating. Max Medina, also known as Rory's teacher, wants to go out with Lorelai, and she struggles to tell her about it in fear of embarrassing her at school. This episode feels like it's more about the town, about Stars Hollow, and the sense of community that they have. There are very subtle messages here about Lorelai and how her life would look without Rory and like the whole process of her having to think about that. Also, I just think that the funeral was a way to show more about like how the town is so connected that they would show up for a cat's funeral for one of the Stars Hollow residents. Also, the part where Lane calls Rory a freak because Rory is secretly trying to go to the market to see Dean, but she doesn't want Lane to go with her. The first time I saw this scene, I was like, ooh, they not even free. I discussed the Rory's birthday parties episode in the Emily Gilmore video. In 107, Rory gets kissed by Dean and Lorelai needs her fridge fixed. When they first brought up Beth, Dean's ex, I thought it was going to be like a whole storyline. And how Rory is acting around Lorelai about Dean all nervous and everything. That is exactly how I acted about boys around my mom around that age. I love how relatable that is. This was a time when I actually was relating to Rory. At the end where Lorelai talks to Dean and like has this serious conversation with him. I don't know why, but that little part, that's one of those moments where Lorelai kind of reminds me of Emily. And not necessarily like in the worst way, because I don't think she was saying anything mean. It was definitely lighter than how Emily would have approached that situation. But it was like her delivery of saying all that that she said to him that made me be like, oh man, that sounds just like Emily. The next episode is one of those where I really felt bad for Lane because I just feel like she's just watching her best friend like get to live and actually have a life and be a kid and she she's not able to do so and why it took me a minute to kind of make my peace with Mrs. Kim as a character as a mother. Lorelai plays a voicemail from Max over and over again as she anticipates the first snowfall. This is one of those weird times again where me and Lorelai are like neck and neck because I feel the same way. I've always kind of felt like I can anticipate when it's actually gonna snow. Max's car breaks down and starts hollow and he spends the night. Meanwhile Rory is stuck at the Gilmore's and I always thought like it was so interesting how they have never Ever had frozen pizza but then it's like it's not that shocking at the same time. Lane is also struggling with feeling ignored by Rory and then Rory gets mad at Lorelai because of Max staying the night and this is one of those times where I kind of side with both of them at the same time because on one hand I get it like as a kid like if your mom is not usually the type to bring men home and then all of a sudden she brings one home and didn't warn you or anything you know that, that yeah okay but then on the other hand it's like they did talk about her dating they they did talk about like the fact that her and Max were going to be a thing. But back on Lane one more time. Look at her face when they're talking about Dean. And yes, the like the cookies for the Dean and the Dean for the love and cookies for the, that that part I was cracking up. But no, seriously though, look at Lane's face. That girl is hurt. Also, I related to her about the hair touching. Cause like when you like somebody, like sometimes you do stuff that's kind of weird. In 109, Lorelai helps Rory get ready for the dance, but she has a back spasm and that causes her to take some pills. How have I never noticed watching this show? I've watched this show, I don't know how many times. How have I never noticed that Lorelai takes those pills and that's why she oversleeps. I've never noticed that. I've never noticed that. Rory goes to the dance with Dean and he ends up almost getting into a brawl with Tristan. And then the part where he was like, cause I'll kill you, you idiot. I didn't really get that one. That one, I don't know. And this is why like, I can't, I can't side with the people who like Dean cause it's like, you, did it really have to go that far? I didn't understand the motive. It was not clear to me why we had to 
hear him say that and maybe there was no point maybe they just wanted to throw something in there for the trailer i don't know i don't even know if it was in the trailer i'm just saying after that rory and dean leave and they officially make their relationship official which is kind of confusing to me because like i thought it was already established that they were like together i didn't realize they considered that like dating then the episode takes such a turn i also discussed this episode a lot more in the manipulation of emily gilmore video that i made but i did not touch on the fight as much as i probably should have this whole thing like with emily and lorelei in this episode she just riled that situation up it did not have to be that deep like how do you not see that she was egging her on she kept saying the same thing over and over and over and over again in hopes that she would finally blow up emily egged that situation on i don't care what nobody says she had no business talking to her like that in her own house like the thing is she fell asleep too it wasn't just lorelei that just dozed off emily also dozed off too and i don't think either one of them were guilty like they were up late they were tired the whole thing was just ridiculous honestly and i also did not mention this in my emily gilmore manipulation video but that is like one of the only times i have ever really seen lorelei just sit up there and yell at rory like that like it's very few times that they've just gotten into this screaming match you know like yes i think their fights are emotional and everything but lorelei has never just sat up there and just screamed at rory the next episode is a Christmas episode. I do not watch Christmas episodes when it's not Christmas. I'm sorry. Some people might hate that. That's fine. But stay tuned for that video because I'm really excited about that one. In 111, Lorelai is dating Max and she gets really freaked out when she starts to notice that Rory is getting close with Max. And let's talk about Lorelai being afraid to really be serious with Max. I don't think that Lorelai running away from Max is her just trying to be a jerk. I think it's more so about her feeling like she can't let anybody have any kind of control. I I think she has a hard time being vulnerable and letting go out of fear that if someone has control over her life it'll kind of resemble what she has with her parent. Lorelai is like one of the definitions of hyper independent at least at this stage like I feel like. She tries to go to the school to break up with Max and ends up kissing him. Paris finds out and tries to use this as a way to get the attention off of her because her parents are getting divorced and the whole school is talking about it. Of course this embarrasses Rory and as a result Max and Lorelai break up. Can I just say also about this episode my mouth flew open when she said that to Suki but I'm so glad that she apologized immediately and she recognized that she was way out of line for saying something like that also seeing the dynamic between Paris and her mom kind of reminds me of Emily and Lorelai this episode also marks the beginning of Suki and Jackson's relationship this is the episode where Suki asked out Jackson I could not believe that they broke up but I get it sort of like I, I get it like it's a lot of stuff riding on their relationship in 112 Rory is asked to go on a double date with Lane and a guy she likes. Lorelai is also asked to go on a double date with Suki but after finally finally getting some scenes with Lorelai and Luke we are interrupted by Mrs. Kim bursting through the door and busting Lane. I really like the scene where Lorelai goes and talks to Mrs. Kim about what could potentially happen to their relationship if she continues the way that she is and the fact that she let, she does let up a little bit you know it does help. And as for Rune, tall women supremacy. Thank you. I am a tall woman myself, according to other people. So I cannot tolerate this slander. In 113, Rory is paired up with Paris, Madeline, and Louise for a debate project. Lorelai is hosting a charity rummage sale. She gets tickets from Suki to see the bangles. By the way, I love the bangles, but Luke snaps on her because she's wearing his ex's jacket. Lorelai invites Louise, Madeline, and Paris to the bangles concert. And oh my God, like the fact that they would even leave and like try to go somewhere, like I get it, they're teenagers and teenagers 
teenagers are dumb and that's supposed to be like the whole point of that but Lorelai handled that perfectly. I already discussed episode 13 which is the Donna Reed episode in my why everybody hates Dean Forrester video so if you want to go check that out and hear what I thought about that feel free but in that same episode that is where Christopher shows up and the town troubadour. I love the town troubadour I really do. I get so excited I feel like I'm one of the only few people that actually get excited when he shows up. In 115 Rory spends time with her father Christopher and spends time with her other grandparents. I really do think that it was such a great moment that Richard actually stood up for Lorelai. I thought that was great. However, why couldn't he just forgive her? Why couldn't he just let her thank him? Like, why couldn't he just move on and why do he have to make everything about this awful moment and just rub it in Lorelai's face for all over again? I don't understand how people look at Lorelai and like, oh, she's she's holding this thing against them that happened years ago. What happened to her childhood in the past? Blah, 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 blah. But it's like, they hold her to that moment where she got pregnant. They will not let it go. And Emily actually had a really nice moment with Rory. I really appreciate that she took that time to tell her that. If Emily was able to talk to Lorelai like that more often, I think they would have a much better relationship. Lorelai contemplates her old feelings for Christopher and then she sleeps with him, which is like, duh. But what was not a duh was him then asking her to marry him. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing, Christopher? And I applaud her for not just jumping in it just for the sake of getting over Max or just to be married. Because like, it's the truth. Like they're adults now. As adults, like you change it to a different person than you were when you were like 16. One of the things I love most about the part where they are having that discussion is where Lorelai said, and the hits just keep on coming. That was exactly what I said before she said it, like when I first watched it. That was exactly what I said in response while she was saying it. It was so funny. In episode 16, it's Dean and Rory's three month anniversary. Lorelai tries to help Rory get out of Friday night dinner, which this only adds to everything that I said in that manipulation video about how the only time that Lorelai could seem to get what she wants or get her needs addressed in any sort of way ever, or that even Rory can, is when it benefits fits Emily. She saw an end to ambush Lorelai with this whole thing about this guy who like uh, all of their feelings about how he's literally so boring. I literally stand by that. I stand by it. That guy that Emily tried to set Lorelai up with was one of the most boring men alive and he almost put Dean out of the running. Dean tells Rory he loves her and gets so angry when she doesn't say it back. If you're one of those people watching and you feel like Rory should have said it back, you know, that was evil of her not to say it back, ask yourself, would it have been better for her to just say that she loves him even though she doesn't? I'm not saying that feelings of confusion or, you know, even some slight hurt feelings, you know, would have been okay, but to break up with her because she didn't say I love you back and to act like that to her after she didn't say I love you back like it was just wild to me. In 117, Rory is trying her hardest to avoid her breakup with Dean and how she was handling it. Oh yeah, that's how I handled it. <laughs> that's how I handled it. I had the same thing. Like I was like, I am not going to be one of those girls that just sits around and cries and cries and cries. That was a lie, a lie, a lie. Cause I did, I did. Lorelai still misses Max. They end up sleeping together and Rory goes to a party with Lane where Lane meets this guy that she feels like she can't possibly be with because it's someone her parents would finally approve of. Rory kisses Tristan. In 118, Rory and Tristan are in a group together. She tries to encourage him to date Paris. I hate it because Paris and Rory had this really sweet moment when Rory is helping Paris get ready for her date with Tristan, all for her to find out the very next day that Rory tried to set up the date the whole time. And I don't really think Rory was necessarily wrong here. I do feel like she was coming from a genuine place trying to help Paris and Paris just took it the wrong way. And Paris was so stubborn, she's not gonna listen. Meanwhile, Lorelai takes a little bit of joy in watching Emily be treated the same way that she treats Lorelai. Gran tries to give Rory a trust fund, but then takes it back after watching how Lorelai and Emily have this huge huge 
cried over it. I went into that way more in my video talking about the manipulation of Emily Gilmore throughout season one. So check that video out because I, I really get in there on that one with sources and like all type of stuff. That video is a video I'm actually really proud of. In 119, Rory spends Saturday with Emily. This is the episode where she finally sees where they were living all that time when Lorelai ran away from them. This was another one of those episodes that again I discussed in my The Manipulation of Emily Gilmore video. Lorelai goes to look at a potential in location with Rachel who is Luke's ex-girlfriend who appeared in episode 16. In 120, Rory and Lorelai play 123 He's Yours. Have any of y'all actually played that before? Rory is jealous because she feels like everyone is together and she secretly misses Dean. She gets into a huge argument with Lorelai and runs away to the Gilmores. She finally ends up telling Lorelai what happened sort of. I feel like the way that she described it, it didn't sound like what it really was. And like, I think if Lorelai saw more of Dean's rage, I don't think she would like him as much. Because think about all the times that he blew up on her, like Lorelai was not really around. He's never yelled at Rory in front of Lorelai, at least to my knowledge, and definitely not in this season. Lorelai tries to help Luke by buying him some clothes. I love their childish humor. I can't, I literally can't get enough of it. Lorelai and Max make plans for a date and Lorelai and Max are officially back on. In the season finale, Rory makes plans to get back together with Dean and she tells Dean that she loves him. Yay. Lorelai is dating Max. Luke's ex, Rachel, leaves town and tells him that he needs to finally confess his feelings for Lorelai. Then my boy Luke was like, hey, <laughs> I'm here to stay. And Max actually thought he could compete? Like, boy, don't embarrass yourself. Anyway, so because they're arguing, it seems like a great idea to propose, but Lorelai shuts him down. She's like, no, like you're not gonna propose to me just because we're arguing. Then he orders a thousand yellow daisies and sends them to the inn. So we end off the season wondering whether Lorelai is actually gonna end up marrying Max. This season is so aesthetically Gilmore. It's just so warm and cozy. And it's one of those shows that you really could just curl up and get a nice warm cup of cocoa with the marshmallows and just be, I mean, in heaven. Here are some thoughts that I had while watching. Alex Borenstein, who plays Lois in Family Guy, she is playing the harpist. The guy who talks to Lorelai in Luke's Diner in episode one, he reminds me of Phoebe's brother in Friends. Also in episode one, when Lorelai and Rory have their fight, there's a step that they go up walking into the kitchen and that step is not there for like the normal Gilmore Girls episodes later on. Now, I am very aware that some people are watching this because they want the experience of watching the show for the first time and having videos to watch as they watch each season. So with that being said, the next portion of this video is going to contain some spoilers, so just click the chapters in the description box and skip right on past it. Because there is more to this video and I wouldn't want you to miss it, but if you don't want to hear those spoilers, I don't want you to like not be watching. I'm low-key like talking right now so you can get a chance to skip. Anyways, here it goes. In episode two, Mick is installing the DSL and he is Mick in that episode, but really we all know that it's Kirk people who watched the whole show. In episode three, Rory literally mentions the trip to Europe, but then later in the seasons when it's actually time for them to go, Richard and Emily sit there and laugh like they didn't know that they were really gonna do that. In fact, Richard literally says like, we gotta make sure that that happens. Also in episode three, I think it's so funny that like in episode three, Michelle talks about how, like how he was attacked by swans. And then later on, Jess is attacked by swans. The girl who plays Summer, Tristan's girlfriend at the party, she was actually a student at 
Stars Hollow High in episode one. It's so odd that Paris seems to have a problem with Rory being rude to Tristan when he likes her, but then later on is mad that there is even a possibility that they could get together. Like in season two with the tickets. In 111, when Rory said, But you look happy. She also says it again in season five, episode six, when Lorelai is with Luke. And maybe this is just because I'm biased, but like, I kind of feel like when she said it the second time with Luke, I felt like it was more sincere. Am I alone? Okay. Also, the way that Lorelai reacts to Max breaking up with her is very similar to how Lane reacts to being broken up with in season two. In episode 12, that guy Todd, why does he feel like a, like a different version of Zach? Like Zach, but in a different font. And some of you know that Lorelai can dress. I love Lorelai's outfits so much. And her hair, like, I don't know, it's just something about her hair in season one that I really, really like. So let's get into the style moments that I like. In 104, where Lorelai's in the kitchen with Suki. In 104, five Lorelai's bun in the beginning and the hair color. Also in 105, Suki's hair at the Chilton event. In 111, Lorelai's hair and outfit for her date with Max. Also in 111, because 111 was a really good hair episode. Like everybody's hair looked really good. Emily's hair looked good at Friday night dinner. Lorelai's hair and outfit on parents day. In 112, I love Lane's bob so much. In 113, Mrs. Kim's hair looked really good. In 116, Lorelai's hair at the diner and her outfit. And in 119, Lorelai's hair. I'm so, so glad that we finally got to talk about this and so glad you joined me. But that's not all. Stay to the end to see all the moments that I laughed at. Starting now. Okay, starting now. And pie. Joke. Joke. So what do you have? Coffee in a vat. Is he dreaming? Oh, that's so naked night. Rory, it's short for Lorelai. She'll answer to either one or even hey you, depending on the as uh, the headmaster. Rory, I love you. I would take a bullet for you, but I'd rather stick something sharp in my ear than go to the club with you. <laughs> Don't stop me. I'm on a roll. Uh, I'd rather eat my own hand than go to the club with you. Ooh. Would you like me to drive so you can continue your diatribe? Would you? Thanks. Now, go away. My Advil is wearing off. And they won't move away. I can't do it anymore. Get me a cab. I'm going to go far away now and never come back. Do you have a strawberry cut? I hope you're happy together. Jackson, wait! Jackson, we can talk about it! No! Jackson, get back! That was the high point for me. We're, we're going to stage an intervention with the neon post-its and make them give up their wacky, crazy ways. And traded lobster stock, and it really makes Suki. He's not here. <sighs> what in the world? Mm. Jesus, Mary Joseph McCamel. Magic risotto? You're kidding. Not helping. Nose. May I be fired now? Absolutely. A guy with an annoying companion and a fake wig who was sitting underneath an air conditioning vent next to a woman with too much perfume on. Huh? What's up? What's up, Quippy? Why so silent? Okay, our town is just weird. Thank God. Mom, the bake sale. Ah, I got the vein in the forehead. Woo! Sadist. I go to Chilton now. Thanks for the update. Hey, my mom's not wearing any underwear. Are, are the lids tight on the paint remover because you're sounding a little loopy to me? The grocery store, where we buy our food. Oh, look at him. Look how smug he is. Look how he just handled those lemons. You're not going to kill the bag boy. Why not? It's double coupon day. You'll bring down the town. Fill out, supermarket slut. I know. I looked for one that you hated, but it was really short notice. So, Dean, you like jazz? She's gone now. It's for the dean and the rock and the cookies for the love of the dean. Goes the fire chief, the police chief, and the one paramedic with a valid license. I feel safe, don't you? Look at. Well, 
Well, could you figure it out before French class? Because I'd rather you didn't start making out with Mrs. Collins. Hey, no promises until I see what she looks like. How could you not notice? She's like a basketball player. Room knew when to run away. It came out a lot louder than it was supposed to, didn't it? Yep. Yep. Obviously, I've been talking a long time, so I was making a humorous comment, sometimes referred to as a, as a joke. Here, I'm a, um, you too? That she got from you. I hope she and Grandma get along. She'll love you. Independence in. I need the hat rack. The fish flies at night. Well, Luke, timing is a beautiful thing. And I've had two sugar cinnamon pretzels, and I'm buzzed on the sugar and jazzed about the purchase. I picked up a couple of shirty shirts. This one! Did no one at that mall notice that you were going through some kind of psychotic episode? Oh, just try them on. No way. Might like how you look. Come on, just the jacket. Just once, be too sexy for your shirt and do a little dance on the catwalk. Get away from me, you mental patient. Mm -hmm.